Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hey, this is Therese Skelly, and it's another episode of the Happy Business Podcast. I'm really excited to share this episode with you today. This is called The Myth of Balance, or should I say, Don't Buy Into the Bullshit of Balance. (laughs) And this comes from a client. She came to a group coaching call, and she said, I need you to help me find balance. And I said, oh, oh, hold on. I got some issues with that word, so let's, let's talk about it. See, what was happening is she found herself being really out of balance. She found herself going back to her old ways of pushing and striving. And she and I have worked together for a couple of years, and she's very clear on when she's in the best space to create. This woman takes excellent care of herself, and so what she ended up doing, I was so proud of her, she caught herself pushing and pushing and pushing and kind of being in that, like, grinding out space. So she stopped rested, did nothing for two weeks, and so then she came to her call saying, wow, that was weird. I like, I kind of lost myself there. Let's talk about balance. So I said, all right, honey, there is no balance. See, I think balance denotes, if you think of, think of balance, it's like, okay, 50% here and 50% there. That's balance. Or, um, I'll put three over here, three over here, three over here, three over here. Like, if you want hours of time. And what happens when we strive for balance, we act as if it's a destination. We act as if it's like, oh, good, I got balance. Like, it's a math problem that we can go, whew, I solved that equation. It is done. And guess what? It's never done. There's never balance. That's why I just kind of, when my clients say, I want to talk about balance, I just go, oh, <laughs> it's a mess. Because I think it sets us up. So here are my, here's my take on balance. I think if we understand that there are times in our life where we will be out of balance, but we can be out of, quote, and I put that in air quotes, right? We can be out of balance, but enjoy. If you are a business owner, if you understand, and this is what I was telling my client, for example, if you are going to do a launch, you're going to crank it. Like there's going to be times when you're when you're working a lot. So instead of saying, oh, no, that's bad because I'm working a lot or I'm staying up past what I would normally do or I'm spending a little extra time on this, see, the myth of balance because I say that's not a good thing. But think about the artist who sits in front of the canvas or um, the athlete who, you know, is shooting free throws or the golfer that's spending hours and hours and hours. They're not saying, oh, no, I shouldn't have done that. Now I've got to give up something or now I've got to shift something to get in balance. So when you're working in your passion, when you're working from that what we call inspired action, it doesn't even feel like work, right? And so the challenge, you can sit there and go, oh, my God, I've just, I've just spent nine hours on my computer writing. Oh, good Lord. That's not a bad thing. And so here's what I want to talk about related to balance. A, reframe the concept. You will never be in balance because to me, balance equals equal. It's not equal. You're not going to say, okay, I spend five hours with my kids, so I've got to spend five hours with my partner, and then i got to spend five hours with work, and then five hours with exercise. That's insane. Nobody would think that, yet the little insidious gremlin in our heads, like, oh, you're out of balance, you're out of balance, you're out of balance. 
I would say more about like equilibrium. Look for that term. What What is working? What do I need to move forward? What do I need to pull off? So when I talked to my client, I said, now let's look at this. If you're going to do a big project, you know you're going to be doing some things that you're, you know, burn it a little bit. But let's look at the motivation. And she came up with an expression that I just loved, right? She said, oh, I get it. I got into jacked up doing versus joyful doing. Jacked up doing versus joyful doing. The joyful doing is, this is so fun. I'm in flow. This is what they call being in the zone. And it's joyful. So it doesn't feel like a drain. It doesn't feel like anything is lost. It feels like expansion and like things are added. Jacked up doing is that adrenalized, um, pushing, cranking, fear-based, ah, i got to get this happening. And that's when you start losing it. Your adrenals are burned. Life quality suffers here. So the goal then is how can you stage it? And there might be times when you've got to do a little jacked up doing, right? I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're going to be all zen every moment. But here's some things that I'm just going to share with you that, that I find that have worked for me really well. So number one, if you know you are coming into a big push about something, how do you manage the rest of your life? Like say, for example, I travel a lot maybe for business events. So what I always do is I always take the day after off. I never want to be coming in because I've made these mistakes. I used to come in at like 9, 10 p.m. Sunday night, you know, hit work at 9 or 10 on Monday morning. I don't do that. I need the rest and the integration. So, so maybe it's you take the day off. Maybe it's you add in some additional self-care. You perhaps get massages or you, see what I mean? So we're not saying don't ever get into you know, kind of heavy work or heavy exertion and stuff, but it's how do you manage your energy around that? What are you adding, see? So you're adding more self-care. You're adding better nutrition. You're adding more support. Maybe you're adding more downtime. So that's the question. If I know something's coming up, am I just going to crank through it and push myself to exhaustion, or is there something I can do that I can add, like, oh, that would be yummy. That would be yummy to have that. For me, it's always massages. That seems my thing. So um, massages, massages, massages. So if you've never had one of those amazing Asian foot spas, oh, good Lord, for like 30 or 40 bucks, it's really yummy. Like for an hour, they massage your feet. Ah! <laughs> or at least for a half hour, they massage your feet. Then they, then they do the rest. But that just is a really yummy, yummy, yummy treat. Okay. So here's another thing I told the client. See, a lot of what happens for us when we're moving into this new level of like, okay, I want to grow my business, I want to be more successful, we kick into our old identity. And the old identity could be, I'm only a doer. Like, you know, it's not enough just to sit and relax and chill. Like, you got to push. i got to do, right? How many of us have that as our default? More is better. No pain, no gain. Just work till you drop. I tell the story, I used to actually be proud of the fact, now this is crazy, I know this is crazy, but years ago, my VAs and I would be Skyping at midnight. Somehow I ended up having crazy VAs, what a surprise, <laughs> like birds, like the codependent birds of a feather are flocking together. So I had these VAs, and like 11, 30, 12, 1 in the morning, we're like, holy crap, we got to get this graphic done, ha! Ah! 
okay, really? Why in the world? And we all had kids. That's the thing. We all had kids. Probably that's why we're at 12, 12 midnight, because after the kids were asleep, we were working. But that's an example of maybe that wasn't the best use of my time, but there was like a, there was like a badge of honor, like, oh, wow, I am an entrepreneur. And, you know, I, I am willing to put in so many hours, and I'm willing to sacrifice. And so there was this, like, identity, and I think we get into that a little bit. So I want to challenge you. Do you have something in there for you? Is there something like, yeah, yeah, there's a little payoff. I get to brag about how much I'm suffering. I get to, I get like this badge of honor for like, oh, you think you got it hard. You don't even know how many hours I put in. Now, maybe not. But I always want you to look at, is there some payoff for this behavior keeping going? Right? For my client, she had been, what a surprise, one of those like valedictorians, overachievers. So her identity very much was, I am that perfect student. I am the perfect one. I will work and work and work and work and bust math to get the good grade and be, be the good girl. And so she really understood like, oh my gosh, I tipped back into that. So there's number one, you look at your schedule, you set up and say, okay, there's going to be a little out of balance here. How can I manage my energy? That's the external. Then the internal is you check on your identity. Did something get triggered here? Because sometimes the old paradigm is you always put work first. Work has to come first. Making money has to come first. Being productive has to come first. And I've learned, I've learned, you know, when... Kids get sick or parents die or whatever happens. I have this new belief that if I take care of me, God takes care of my business. I really rely on that. I really rely on the truth that I am connected. And my work is kind of like soul work. My work is like, it's not just I'm a greedy capitalist trying to make a buck. (laughs) My work is like, oh, no, no, this is my ministry. This is the work I do. So, all right. Dude, God, whatever we're going to call it, I'm tired now. And if I rest, if I take care of my family, if I, if I replenish me, I'm going to have to trust that my taking care of me, my managing my energy, my nourishing myself and filling myself, i got to trust that financially I will be taken care of. So we have the external of managing your schedule, <clears throat> the internal of looking at any old beliefs, any old beliefs that uh, that are pulling on you related to identity. And the third one is faith. Do you have the faith that it's safe for you to slow down, stop, lean back, fill your cup, get recharged? This is huge. I think on the entrepreneurial journey, you've heard me say it. This is the spiritual path. This this brings about faith, 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 faith. And I don't tell you what to have faith in. Whatever that is for you, maybe it's faith in the universe or God or Jesus or whatever it is for you, you must have faith that if you take care of you, things will be taken care of. It's really hard if you didn't get that as a child. I got to tell you, that's gonna, you might bump into some stuff like, what? I've never had anybody take care of me. So um, that's a whole conversation. You might want to <laughs> you might call me to do a little bit of mindset work on that one. But that's the ultimate goal is if you can say, and I've done it. I, you know, when my mom died uh, in October of last year, I just said, I, I don't have any energy to work, to sell anything. And so I took a month off of seeing clients, and I just said, I'm not, I'm just, 
I don't got it. There's nothing I can do. And it's amazing how clients came to me and how new business came to me. Because I decided I got to trust the knowing in me that says you cannot push right now. You must rest. You must recover. That's the perfect example of faith. And the last one I want to talk about, you know, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I was a therapist, you know that one, and I worked with drug addicts. And drug addicts have this little challenge, big challenge actually, with relapsing. And so one of the techniques that I learned when I worked in in, in treatment capacity, so helpful, and I took this through with my client the other day who was talking about balance. Now, you have to understand your, what I'm going to call a relapse progression. Now, here's the parallel with addiction. Imagine you were a drug addict, and February 1st, you relapse. You're sticking a needle in your arm, or you're having that first drink. Well, the theory says you didn't just relapse on February 1st when you picked up the drink or stuck the needle in your arm. You actually relapsed probably six weeks ago or two months ago or four months ago. And so what we would have them do in treatment, and I, and I really want you to do this. Here's the exercise. You get three-by-five cards, okay? So I'm going to walk you through the, the drug addict analogy, and then we can put your analogy in, okay? So the drug addict, you say, okay, February 1st, you picked up that needle. What happened before that? And they would say, well, I just, uh, I stopped praying. It's like, okay, so you write that down. Okay, well, what happened before that? Well, I also stopped talking to my sponsor. Okay, what else? Well, I stopped being in gratitude. Okay, write that down. And what else? Well, I started isolating. Okay, what else? Um, I started hanging out with the wrong people. Okay, write that down. What else? And we go through over and over. And what else? And what else? And we have them, you know, on one hand, it's almost like a reverse engineer. And what else happened? And what else happened? And what else happened? And what else happened? And we would show them that February 1st, actually, there were 40 steps that happened to get you to sticking a needle in your arm or picking up that drink. And so then the understanding is, and I would have them like sit on the floor and I would take the cards and I would say, okay, did that happen first or did that happen first? And then what happened? So they literally would have a map of their relapse process. And if you normally are a person who has a pretty good sense of balance and suddenly, like my client says, you are all, you are all jacked up, taking jacked up actions, freaking out, losing your serenity, being a crazy person, you relapsed. So I want you to do this exercise. So what happened? And very likely it went like this. Oh, I started, I started getting afraid. Okay, and then what? I started worrying about money. Okay, and then what? When I started not delegating, okay, and then what? And I started um, giving up my exercise, okay, and then what? When I started um, just letting fear thoughts run in my, my head, okay, and that, you see what I mean? I really want you to do this. Go through so you can see it in front of you step by step by step by step by step. So if there's 40 steps to get you to falling off and getting into jacked up, adrenalinized burnout action, the goal here is to have it in front of you where you say, yikes, I'm heading down. This is a slippery slope. I'm on step 10. Ten more steps and I'm, <laughs> I'm toast. So then what you want to do is you want to acknowledge it. If you have a coach, if you have mentors, if you have partners, you can say, hey, guys, look at this. I just want to let you know, watch this for me. Like if you start seeing me doing this, I give you permission to call me on it because this this will just, like, I'll crash and burn here. Make sense? All righty. 
So we've covered the myth of balance, that it's not a static state. It's, it's being with your identity. It's being with what energizes you. It's giving yourself permission to stop and recharge. It's having faith. It's looking at your identity of like, oh, am I trying back to be that like overachieving superhero? Raise your hand if you have some of that. I know I do. And it's looking at faith. Can I trust that if I take care of me, if I listen to my energy and I, and I tune in deeply, deeply to what's calling me, I will be supported. A couple of years ago, probably three, three years ago, money was kind of tight and I was very stressed. It was December. And I think, I think my energy says, I don't really want to work a lot in December, right? I, I just notice my energy. I don't really want to work a lot in December. And yet I'm there going, oh, no, I should work. I should work. And so I was listening to all these coaches and, and I said, okay, that's it. I got to be willing to pick up the phone, which I don't, I don't like to do. Like, I don't like cold calls, right? But I was like, okay, you have to be willing. You have to be willing. You got to pick up the phone. You got to start calling people. So I sat down on my couch and I said, okay, spirit, show me who I'm supposed to call because I'm willing, right? I have to be willing. And I got this message. It said, you're not to call anybody. You're just to wait. And I was kind of like, what, what, but, but wait a minute. What, well, hold on. What about the money? What, huh? You know, and I was kind of like pushing, like, wait, hold on. i got to get some clients in the door. I need to be willing to do action. And the voice was, no, you need to be willing to sit, replenish your energy, and trust. And what ended up happening, by the end of the day, crazy, I had like a speaking gig, I had a telesummit invite, and I think I had a couple clients come on in. And I didn't have to do anything. So the myth of balance is that it's about doing, and sometimes it's about not doing. It's about listening, it's about trusting. And when you can do that, then you're in sync, then you're in alignment, right? So... Whew, this has been fun. I love when my client my clients are sharing something. I'm like, ah, wait, hold on. Can I do a podcast on that? So I just uh, you're gonna hear a couple more client stories in the in the upcoming podcast. So you know I am totally here to support you. You know that I would love to be your guide in this journey. So if you're interested in just having a conversation about what it would look like to work together. I would invite you to go to happyinbusiness.com forward slash coach with Therese. That's my uh, getting acquainted, getting started with coaching page, and then you and I would book a phone call. So I look forward to connecting with you. I look forward to spending time in future podcasts. So much love, many blessings. Bye now. Take care. You've been listening to The Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in.